time to talk sports. 96.5 is 600 KGEZ, and the Knock on Sports is on the air. Here's your host, Anthony Knockreiner. Good evening and welcome. Welcome indeed here to a Friday night edition of the Knock on Sports. Hope you guys are having a great Friday. Beautiful outside. Yeah, I didn't even need my jacket. I was just walking around with just my long sleeve shirt, and it was great. Kind of liked it. I don't know. I'm, I'm digging spring right now. Hopefully, it can kind of continue. And if you're a snowboarder, skier, any of that kind of stuff, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> we got state wrestling going on right now here in Kalispell. Class AA tournament going on right now. And I went over to Flathead High School earlier today and I checked out the wrestling I checked out the venue. Um, I'll put it to you this way. I'll update the scores for you. As far as I know, the scores, the last I checked, which is about 15 minutes ago, Flathead was up 75 to uh, over 75 points. They were up to that number one spot. Butte had 70. Uh, Billings Senior and Billings West and, and a couple others were right behind him. So as Coach Jeff Thompson talked about earlier week, earlier on the week on the show, this is going to be a close race. And I know the heavier weights have, I believe, gotten underway. And so I'm very curious. I'm going to head back there after the show's done tonight and go check it out and go watch some more wrestling because I'll tell you what, it took me back. Like, I haven't been able to watch too much wrestling while I've been here in Kalispell, all right? I don't get a chance. We don't get to have too many tournaments up here. I hope that changes soon, especially the way Flathead's hosting that tournament right now. Hopefully we can get a tournament up here. Um, But I don't get to see too much of it. And so with that being said, like being in that gym and watching all these close matches – it took me back to my days. Again, I was a wrestler, was never any good at basketball. Couldn't shoot a three and really didn't even lay, make a layup correctly. At least that's what my friends told me. I got off on the wrong foot. But wrestling was always a good sport for me. I made a state tournament my senior year at 190 pounds in the 215-pound weight class. Right, this is going to sound like bragging, but I'm not. I'm just saying I'm, I'm reiterating some stories here because it brought me back being in that gym, watching the state tournament, watching all these wrestlers. Some of the heartbreak, been there. Know how that feels. Junior year was wrestling in the uh, wrestlebacks. Had a tough matchup. Kid was about six foot four. Um, I ended up thinking, I think I was wrestling heavyweight at that time, even though because we just didn't have a true heavyweight. I wrestled heavyweight my junior year. Lost to the kid 3-2. Been there. But it kind of got me thinking because I was watching the Stansbury match, and I believe it was at a 120 uh, weight class for Flathead. And he was taking on a really tough kid from Butte. I believe he was up eight. I believe he was up eight, seven. And he had about 30 seconds left. All right. So he's got, and he's on top. So he's got to hold this kid down. Otherwise, it's going to extra time. Anything can happen then. So he's got to try and hold this kid down the entire time. And this kid's trying to do everything he can. He flipped like two times, once right on his head and shoulders, which looked a little dangerous, but he seemed to be okay. But Stansberry held. And I tweeted this out, and I because th- it, it really does feel like this. Because you think about basketball, oh, that last-second shot, that buzzer beater. You know what's the comparable to that with high school wrestling or even college wrestling? You got a guy, either you're up or you're down by one point. And you got to do something, either hold them down or get up and make a move to win the match. That's the comparable one. Because like I was watching him, and you're just, you're just feeling the gym. You're feeling the emotion. The Flathead fans are loud. Butte fans are loud right next to him. They're both rooting for their guys to win. And obviously, this is a match that's got big, big uh, implications for Flathead and Butte. As both teams right now sit 1-2. 
That's a big win by Stansbury as he's able to continue to hold that ankle and continue to wrestle that kid and continue to keep him down. Don't give him the one point for the escape and have to go to extra time. That's a huge, huge move by a young wrestler by Stansbury. And it just kind of got me thinking, just going back to those times, because, man, that is just that energy. I mean, as a wrestler in that situation, your only mind is, is I need to get out of here. (laughs) How do I survive this? All right, how can I keep this guy down? And the time just can't tick away fast enough. But it was just, the <laughs> more I think about it, the more I just remember being in that position a couple of times myself, and it was not fun. I've been on both ends of that thing. Um, but again, great job by Stansberry. Like I said, it just kind of makes me, th- it made me think about it. I'm like, man, 30 seconds up, one or down. That's almost like a kid lining up at the three-point line, hitting that buzzer-beating shot to send your team, whether they do advance or state championship, what have you. Again, in this case, advancing within the quarter, in, advancing, I believe, into the semifinals uh, for tomorrow. And so it just kind of got me thinking, because like I said, yes, being able to see the state tournament again, I know it's not all classification. I've had plenty of people tell me that have covered the state tournament when it's been in the Metra and all the classifications are there and the atmosphere and what it's like. And it's so cool. But I'll tell you what, Flathead's doing a great job running that class AA state tournament (laughs) and the atmosphere there, even though if you could have that place packed, I wish they could. Obviously, the pandemic, everything else, that's the reason why they can't. But if that place was packed, man, could you imagine just the energy with inside that gymnasium right now? It would be, it would just be palpable. I mean, it would just be something that you'd almost want to try and capture in a bottle, try and capture it on a picture, try and capture it in as many words as you could possibly describe. Because, I mean, that place, just even with the limited fans, had great energy. I told Bryce, I said, you know what? I know that they do the all classification, but, you know, once every four years we should split up and Kalispell should host this thing. I don't care any other school. I don't care about any other city. Uh, Billings always gets it. Once every four years, Flathead should host a state tournament for Class AA. I I don't know what it's like at the other classifications. Hopefully they're having a good time. I know... um, I know BC, they're doing well. Eureka's doing well. I believe they were sitting around the top five uh, over at the uh, BC tournament, which is over in Shelby. I know Class A is over in Miles City. Um, but like I said, just the fact of the way that tournament's being run over here, it would just be cool because like I said, we know how the tradition here for wrestling in, in Kalispell and in Northwest Montana, we know how good it is. And so being able to get the state tournament now, again, I'd be all for like, Hey, let's get the uh, class a tournament. Maybe over Columbia Falls or whitefish. Um, maybe we can get the BC tournament. I don't know if we could put it in big fork, but maybe one of these schools as well. Like I said, they're, they're flathead and Northwest Montana have great wrestling history, great rich wrestling tradition. So it'd be cool. And again, I, I totally like the classifications. They all be in there at one spot. That is pretty cool. I know for people that are covering them for the media, it's always great because it's all in one spot. So you don't have to spread out your resources as much. It was cool to see some of the colleagues from Missoula. Uh, I got to meet Lee Vernoy from the Great Falls Tribune, which was really fun to talk to him uh, for a little bit. Um, chatted, I know with the chat with uh, Frank Agola as well, obviously our local reporters here, uh, in Northwest Montana as well, the daily interlake and the flathead beacon. But, uh, again, flat is just running a great tournament. I know it was a little bit behind. Um, and I imagine this thing's going to go to probably eight thirty nine o'clock tonight. I think semifinals are tomorrow around 10 might be, might be a little sooner than that. I don't remember the exact time off the top of my head, but Either way, this tournament's being run great, and you know, the atmosphere has been great, even with the limited fans. And so, like I said, this thing is just going well, really, really well. And I hope maybe that Flatty can do it more. Again, like I said, tough to beat Billings, but once every four years, hey, why not? 
Why not? You could still keep this thing at the Metro, but once every four years, put it in the rotation. Just saying. Uh, with that being said, it kind of makes me go back to a little story because I was telling a few people this today, and I thought, you know what? I need to tell this story because this is a fun, this is one of my favorite wrestling stories that I had in my career. All right, and <laughs> you guys will laugh at this. So again, as, as as a wrestler, I didn't wrestle my true weight class, and even technically, I didn't really wrestle my true weight class uh, my senior my senior year. I was a two I wrestled at two hundred and fifteen pounds because I could never beat the guy that was at one hundred eighty nine pounds. So I always wrestled up, and I was about a buck ninety two, buck ninety three. So I never was able to be at two hundred and fifteen pounds. With being at two hundred fifteen pounds, that means I could wrestle up to heavyweight. My senior year, we didn't exactly have a great heavyweight, so sometimes I had to wrestle the heavyweight, and somebody else slide into our two fifteen spot. So with that, we're at a tournament. It's an individual tournament. It's, uh, I think that it's like the Cape Coast Conference uh, tournament. It's not the, the postseason tournament, but it's one of the preseason tournaments into the regular season, just kind of one of the ones they have on the weekend. All the local schools are there. And I'm wrestling heavyweight because, well, that's just what it's been asked of me. So I'm wrestling heavyweight, and I got a guy, he's six foot four, about 260, 270 pounds. Played left tackle for, the, for Merritt Island. Again, that was a team uh, back where I'm from. But either way, he's a big dude, all right? And I'm, I haven't grown since, I think, my freshman year of high school. So 5'8", 6'4", 192 pounds, 260 pounds. You think this might not go my way. And you probably would think right, considering the size advantage on paper. So I'm wrestling this guy. I was told by my coaches, all right, listen, go for his legs. I'm like, well, no, wait a minute. Hang on. I'm a pretty strong kid. Like this kid just ain't going to throw me around and I'm just going to go to the legs. All right. No, 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 no. We're going to take this up top. I want to, I want to test this guy. I want to see how strong he truly is. So I'm wrestling him and he's a typical football player. All right. He hasn't, he didn't have a ton of experience in wrestling, but he was super strong and he was big. He tries to throw me. Somebody taught him in the wrestling room how to throw people. He throws me into the scoring table. Now, as I'm hitting the table, and this is just a you know regular old you know fold up table that you can get at Walmart. I hit the table and I'm like, all right, this is I'm not used to being thrown. Even at 192 pounds, I've never been literally picked up and thrown, and my entire body is in the air. That doesn't happen to me. All right. Even some strong people that I know have not been able to just pick me up like toilet paper and just throw me. This guy did that. He didn't do it one time. No, no, no. I got back in the mat and I'm sitting here and I, all right, <laughs> I see you big fella. All right. All right. We're the same going to happen again. About 20 seconds later, tries to get into position. He does. He throws me into the next mat. All right. I'm sitting here going, I'm taking my time here because I'm trying to evaluate my game plan because this ain't working because one of these times he's going to put me right on my back. And so <laughs> after I'm walking back, the ref's looking at me going, hey, dude, I'm going to call you for stalling here in a second. And I'm like, dude, I was just literally thrown twice. Can I collect my thoughts as I'm walking back to the mat? Like, I, I, So I pick up my pace, I, I start jogging, and then I, all of a sudden I say, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm not interested being thrown a third time. I'm not interested going through the air. If I want to do this, I'll go ride a roller coaster. All right, we're taking this thing to the mat. I brought him down to the ground by legs and uh, then just kind of finished him out from there. I don't think I pinned him. I think I ended up winning like six, six, four, seven, four, something like that. It was a close match, but like either way, I'm just sitting here going, 
This large individual has not only picked me up once and thrown me, he did it twice. And I'm sitting here going like, and I'm thinking I'm a pretty bad SOB, you know what I mean? And he just picked me up and thrown me. That took a little bit to just kind of process as I was walking back to the mat because, again, he's six foot four, 260, 270 pounds, and I'm like, I, I got this guy, all right? I, I always thrived in that situation because, yeah, I was 5'8", 194 pounds, but I was proud of myself. I thought I was always stronger than what my size actually indicated. Well, he showed me. He's like, yep, yeah, this is for real. I'm going to throw you around the mat. And I'm all right, all right, we, we, we going to play this game no more. So... One of my favorite stories to tell, um, I ended up winning, so that's why it's one of my favorite stories to tell because I ended up winning the match even though I got thrown all over the place. Um, but again, it's just like I said, being being over at Flathead just kind of made me think that story kind of brought back some memories in that regard. Like I said, I know a lot of kids are making memories right now. Stansberry's one of them. Uh, Anders Thompson as well. Coach Jeff Thompson, and, and this is one of the big things. We'll talk more about this on Monday as we take a look back at the basketball programs who unfortunately saw their seasons end last night. But Jeff Thompson, who you know, he, he's got, he's got assistant coaches. So he lets his assistant coaches coach. So that way he watches Anders. And after Anders won, just an ultimate, just so cool reaction from coach Thompson. He does it with a lot of his wrestlers too. But again, just seeing the culture around coach Thompson, what he does for every wrestler, it is just so cool. And I know to be able to share that with his son wrestling in his first state tournament, I think Anders, yeah, Anders is wrestling for a semifinal uh, tomorrow. And uh, so, like I said, it was just really cool to be over there, see all everything. I will say this too. All right, because I've been to enough state tournaments. I remember asking my my high school coaches because sometimes you see kids that just have lightning speed. It's like, where did this quickness come from? Is it coachable? Is it attainable? I asked my coach that one time. I'm like you, because he was a state champion and he had that speed. Like I tried to wrestle him a couple times. It didn't work out in my favor. So I asked him, I was like, can you coach that speed? Can you get to that speed? Because I'm not exactly what you call a fast person. He's like, no, you either have it or you don't. And I'll tell you this much. I watched Tegan Vasquez wrestle uh, his 120 match. That dude is pedal to the metal at all times. His speed, his quickness. I mean, I can't remember who, if he was wrestling either, I think it was either a Butte kid or, uh, was it a Billings kid? I can't remember which one. But either way, all I know is, is he was on that kid and about mm, 30 seconds later, that kid was on his back. Yeah, Tegan Vasquez has a whole different gear. And a whole different kind of speed, and it's definitely state championship type speed at the re- at the weight he is wrestling at. It was very, very, very impressive uh, to watch again and get a chance to see him. I'm looking forward to ch- getting a chance to see him tomorrow uh, when we go back for the semifinals and ultimately uh, the state championship matches as well. All right, that's enough wrestling talk to get things started here on the Knock On Sports. The Knock On Sports is sponsored by Whitefish Credit Union, helping you plan and succeed for today and always. Some things never change, like Whitefish Credit Union's commitment to you. Contact them at 862-3525 or visit whitefishcu.com where they belong to you. Joining us tonight will be Sam Herter from Hero Sports and BetMGM. We're going to talk FCS Spring College Football. We'll get his thoughts on the Big Sky Conference League games coming up in was that lost by North Dakota State in aberration or something more concerning for Bison fans? We'll discuss that with Sam next here on the Knock on Sports.